Welcome to BitFace. Tonight, we're going to do something on the podcast that we've been talking about doing since we started this thing. We've got our new friend, Mario, here, and he's going to be our, our dungeon master. And tonight, we're going to play Dungeons and Dragons on BitFace. To my left, the sexy chameleon, a.k.a. Peacock, Baby Feet Bex, <laughs> which she hates. Fuck you. God. d already starting off great. To my right, Tyler Run, TRG, Glaze. So... I am actually not going to be Eric tonight. I'm going to be Vander the Flame Touched, and I'm going to back up now, and I'm going to hand it over to our uh, to our Dungeon Master to get things started. Hi, everybody. My name is Mario. Uh, I'm the Dungeon Master for today's uh, BitFaced episode, as well as the uh, Dungeon Master for a uh, podcast and YouTube videos um, regard- called uh, Role Models, where uh, I take a group of cosplayers who uh, sneak, stumble, and occasionally stab their way through uh, D&D, and uh, we have a lot of fun. We'll probably be doing our first episode in February, so check us out. We got a Facebook and everything going. That's uh, Role Models, R-O-L-E, Models. All right? Okay, guys. Y'all ready to play some Dungeons and Dragons, some Mazes and Monsters? I'm stoked. I'm ready. When's the last time you guys have played? Becca, you play all the time, right? <laughs> no. <Okay. laughs> Me and Bex have played together uh, a few times, yeah. Yeah. But I had never played until I met Mario, and he did kind of an intro um, intro game with me and a few of my other friends who had never played before, and it was an absolute train wreck. Yeah, everybody, a lot <laughs> of people died. Everyone died. <laughs> we were rolling ones for like six rolls straight, like, oh my God, what is happening? So. It was some serious post-traumatic stress-inducing, but they come back. <laughs> And you guys definitely should watch Role Models because you can also get some of that post-traumatic stress. You play your cards right, okay, guys? <laughs> Mario, before we get into the actual campaign, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about your history with Dungeons & Dragons, just briefly. Of course. Um, you know, I started playing D&D for the reason why everyone starts playing D&D to meet girls. That's not true. No, <laughs> Broeka is one of the few people that uh, girls that play Dungeons & Dragons. However, Role Models has been blessed with uh, like three really funny, um, really cute girls I love to play. So, um, But uh, I started playing D&D... Um, probably when I got out of high school, uh, I always wanted to play in high school, but I was too busy pretending to be the cool kid that played rugby. And, uh, really I, I was in the closet both in liking D and D and, uh, dudes, no, just kidding. Just D and D, just, just D and D. But, uh, yeah. So, and I started playing and I've loved it ever since the ability to do like collective storytelling with other people is easily one of the best things to have going for yourself. It's perfect. Yeah, are you always dungeon master, or do you play in campaigns oh, no. where you you actually play? Yeah, I, I play a bunch. I, I I have a few characters that I run. I'm, I'm I'm DM for several different games too. You know, it's uh, definitely what I like to do in my free time. So playing 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 pretend is you can never, don't knock it because it's a lot of fun once you start playing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited to to play tonight. Does everyone want to kind of introduce what character you're playing first, or you, you already guys. have it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. It's all you, bro. <laughs> all right, guys. So we're going to about to dive into some Dungeons and Dragons. So <clears throat> let me get my DM voice on. <clears throat> all right. So we begin as many stories do on the road. Three travelers hold their cloaks tight about them under gray skies, that their boots squelching through muddy roads. A constant rain laps against each of you as you move forward, seemingly imploring you to turn back while you still can. All that any of you can do is turn inward as you trudge forward, your thoughts forming a bulwark against the elements. You think back to the last fight days ago, but it feels like years. 
running through a labyrinth of cave passages, battling through a myriad of horrors and traps within. All that blood, sweat, and maybe a few tears for an item that you hope to attach a hefty price tag to. A single dragon egg. Each of you remember as the egg was wrenched from the dying lizard cultist claws as he hacked out a dying laugh and said, <coughs> This changes nothing. The prophecy will come to pass. The world will be born anew upon wings of flame. As fate would have it, something was born on your trek out of those wilds. The egg hatched, revealing a golden-scaled dragon baby. Despite its reptilian nature, it's pretty adorable, and its golden plates seem to glisten and glow brightly, even in the oppressive overcast weather. It also has a small purple crystal inset in its head, right between its small horns, and it shivered, shimmers in its head as it moves. You also think it may have some of uh, unintended developmental impacts on the dragon, as uh, this one is usually seen chasing its own tail, gnawing on rocks, sticks, or pine cones. It, also drools a bunch. Not a huge problem, except its drool seems to be highly corrosive and sizzles and burns everything it touches. So would you like to name this creature anything? Oh my god. It's golden with a purple gem in the center. We gotta come up with something. It's the the it's the on the smaller side of a medium sized dog. So I mean we basically have a puppy. We should we should call her dragon puppy. Yeah, dangerous drooling acid puppy. <laughs> <laughs> name it Titus. <laughs> no. Oh, let's go with Merlin. That was the other name. I like Merlin. Merlin? Merlin's good. I'm Merlin down with the, Merlin. Merlin? Yeah. Merlin the dragon. <laughs> All right, perfect. <clears throat> now, dragons in this world are very rare and very legal to be carrying. On a scale of one to crack cocaine, you guys are carrying super crack. <laughs> uh, it's not 10 to 20 years if you get caught with this either. It's probably going to be straight off with your head, no questions asked. But you've been hired to quietly deliver uh, Merlin to a man named Beaumont in the city of Thresh. So, uh, knowing that, how would you like to carry this dragon? You just want to let it fly around? Is it flapping around its cage? Is it someone's cloak? Like, what do you want to do? Well, I'm not, I'm not carrying that. It's, it's as big as you are. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a mid-sized puppy. Like, that's not that. I think we need to keep it hidden based on what I've just heard about mm, we us definitely getting need the to... heads chopped off. Probably want to avoid that. Yeah, I don't think sure. I have any like anti-corrosive gear though. So I don't either. I don't think. Well, no. I'm, I'm a I'm a magic user. I I have a disguise kit. <laughs> we can disguise. Can I disguise the it dragon? as a puppy? Yeah, yeah, of course. I want to disguise the dragon as a puppy. Done and done. So what you need to do is you're going to take that d20. Yeah. And you're going to go ahead and you're going to roll a. Hmm. What's a good? <laughs> let's do a deception roll. All right. I have plus one to cool. deception so go ahead and take a roll oh. and the first roll is off the table off the table that's um negative five no i'm just kidding <laughs> i'll re-roll it go ahead so 15 15 all right so you get some of your disguise kit because you're a thief and you uh go ahead and you put a little bit of ears and a little some dirt on its scales and it looks a lot like um a dragon that you dressed up to look like a puppy <laughs> but i mean i think that works from a distance though no one's going to be able to really tell at least that's the hope perfect you know what dogs might have wings so. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh so um if we go ahead and take our So um, 
we're going to go ahead and take our imaginary camera and we're going to go ahead and pan in to our um, adventurers, all three of you, and the dragon baby Merlin. And uh, you're going to be looking at a crossroads and standing in this rain and this mud. And uh, there's going to be uh, two paths that you can take. Um, but let's go ahead and explain the crew really quick and see who these three people are that are standing there. Um, so I'll do the introductions, if you guys don't mind. Sounds uh, good. Not at all. So this uh, Motley crew consists of Brex, a.k.a. the Rekka, a half-orc barbarian weighing in at 220 pounds. Uh, I'd call you a mountain of muscle, but your biceps alone make mountains feel really inadequate. Um, Becca, what does Brex feel about this new dragon companion you guys have? About Merlin. <laughs> it would have made a better breakfast. Yeah. What does <laughs> Brekka, what does the Rekka think of this? I don't know. I'm having a hard time separating my own feelings, which is, oh, dragon puppy. <laughs> I mean, your your giant half-orc barbarian can also have a soft side for scaly. I, I think she does. I mean, if you just look in her eyes, you can tell that she's definitely got a soft spot for <laughs> misunderstood dangerous creatures like herself. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So uh, next up, we've got the complete opposite to Brex, um, a halfling rogue named Havelock, played by... Played by Tyler, of course. <laughs> I'm the I'm the sneaky, deceptive one. Yeah, the halfling rogue. In fact, weighing in at 70 pounds, you may only be four foot tall, but you stand among taller men, and you guarantee you will slay all of them. Um, so what do you think of this dragon companion? What is Havelock? Um, you know what? It's kind of a nuisance. I'd rather not have something that's going to, you know, potentially get us killed, but I'll fuck anyone up who tries. <laughs> so... That's the outlook. That's yeah. the <laughs> Last but not least, we have the human sorcerer. Uh, the flame touch. Uh, what was the name you got for him? Vander. Vander the flame touch, whose weight and height I won't bother reading because when you can throw a goddamn fireball and shoot la lightning out of your eyes, it really doesn't matter <laughs> how tall or how much you weigh is. Uh, so, Eric, what, do you, what does uh, Vander the flame touch think of the new dragon friend? I think we need to figure out what we need to do with this dragon and get rid of it as soon as possible <laughs> i can't believe you didn't have a better spell that we could have used to disguise I, it. i'm still looking but i don't i don't think i have anything that was my my first thought but i think we're gonna have to go with your uh your very shoddy makeup job <laughs> you know what it's better than nothing though it is true from a distance it does look like a very strange dog but that's right. Strange dog is better than actual straight up dragon. So it's not going to draw attention, and if anyone gets too close, well, I'll smash them. They may have to taste my blade. Nice. All right. So muddy, wet, and tired, you see before you two roads. The road to the left runs into the foothills nestled under the mountain known as Giant's Respite. This is the probably the most well traveled route uh, by merchants and folk about their business. However, if loose talk is to be believed, be believed the way has recently been beset by bandits uh, who prey on the unwary. Now, the path to your right, however, leads sharply downward into thin, white trunk trees full of brightly colored orange and yellow leaves that blow gently on the wet wind. This is the faster way to your destination, the city of Thresh, but it doesn't take a scholar to figure out that the, all the rain in the last few weeks, you might need to ford a flooded river. Which way do you choose, adventurers? You guys ever seen The Wizard of Oz? I think the way with the river is a trap. <laughs> I mean, I think you might be right, but also we've heard that there's a lot of bandits and it's a more commonly traveled path, so we'll have to deal with more people. True, and since your makeup job is shoddy well, at best. <laughs> hey, 
amazing. <laughs> I might have a solution if I'm going to look up one of these spells in a second, where maybe I can shrink the dragon to we can fit it in one of our pockets. Oh, that'd be cool. But it's going to drool some corrosive, like, drool into your pocket. Anybody wearing armor? You guys have enough, uh, like, repairing equipment to probably armor up, maybe make a little muzzle. I'm not saying dragon. we have to keep the the dragon oh, yeah. shrunk, but I think it's an option if we do run into on either path. That's, do you have that spell? You find out real quick. Oh, no, I have it. I just haven't read the description. I do have enlarge, reduce. So, so what that'll do is that'll take a medium-sized creature and make it a large, or make it take a medium-sized creature and make a small. This is a small-sized creature, so it'll turn so it I into can't, a tiny. To tiny, nice. yeah. Tiny, tiny is probably what, like handheld? Can yeah, I yeah, yeah. It'll so turn it into good. a little bit bigger than a bunny. Just trying to come up with a solution here in case we do run across people, which I imagine in a Dungeons and Dragons campaign we probably will. We're not just going to walk willy nilly to our destination. <laughs> I don't think we're just going to make it there, roll a, a d6, and be and be done with the evening. So that's kind of what, what path are you guys thinking? I'm I'm all down for a vote. Merlin is uh, simply chasing his tail at this point and then like rolling in the mud, making like funny reptile noises. Perfect. He's just further enhancing my disguise. Yeah, he's doing a great job. <laughs> doing a better job than, than you did. Broeka with the burns. Brex is throwing more than just throwing axes, ladies and gentlemen. There's some fire here. I mean, my opinion is we go the better traveled path with the bandits because I'm all about smashing in some skulls. All right. I think Robert Frost would say to take the other path. Yeah. Well, fuck Robert Frost, okay? <laughs> I'm with Bex. Uh, even though we might have to risk the dragon being seen, who knows? We might run into a merchant that has something that we need for our journey. True. All right. But in and we all want to fight, right? Let's. How about this? Yes. How about this? If you successfully reduce the dragon, we go down that path. If I don't, then we go the Wizard of Oz path. Yeah. That's fair. Sweet. Um, so fair. what do I have to do here, Mario, all to right. cast this enlarged spell? It's a or level reduce. three. Right. All right. So all you need to do is you just wander up to Merlin, who um, playfully tries to nip at your fingers, which you've learned from his many tries and some succeeds. Not a fun experience. <laughs> um, so as he tries to nip, you kind of put your hand on his forehead and you speak your magic words, and suddenly the dragon just kind of goes and shrinks itself down to the size of a uh, kind of a bigger bunny, like a large rabbit. How long does the spell last? Do we have to be concerned about recasting at any point? Yes, it's a concentration spell. So as long as you go ahead and don't cast another concentration spell, and I'll let you know which ones are concentration spells and which ones aren't, awesome. uh, it will last until your concentration breaks. Nice. Okay. I think uh, that's that's worth. However, it will only go for a minute. I should say, so you can only concentrate on it for a minute, and then after a minute, it'll stop. Oh man, so. this is that's not long enough. Well, uh, so I think we save that for if we do have to yeah. talk to a merchant right. or whatever. If anyone starts, sorry, to I said close. that kind of backwards. My bad. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, no, this yeah. is good to know. If anyone starts to get too close, it looks small from far away, anyways. So yeah. you'll just shrink it when they get close. All right, cool. So you guys gonna go ahead and take the hills, the road more traveled. Yes. Yes, let's do it. All right. Let's do it. So you guys muddily trudge off into the hills. Now, uh, these hills in this path, there's a, it's a full of sparse vegetation, but there are ample scattered rocks everywhere. The wind whips around them and through the hills and seems to seek out every open part of your clothing and cuts chill right into you. The rain has stopped, though, so it's the little victories right now. There's a road that winds its way through. You can see why bandits would want to prowl this road as its quick turns and many rocks shelter 
can lead to all kinds of gnarly surprises. Uh, as you make your way along the road, you find yourselves turning in a bend uh, and coming across quite the scene. Uh, two people sheltering behind a wagon stacked high with goods in the middle of the road, a man and a woman. The man is armed with only an old bow, but an amazingly dark hanging mustache. Uh, he motions for you to come over, saying out loud, Hey, you, buddy, over there. Hey, hold on. C come closer, but keep your head down. Well, you guys both know what my first thought is, so what are you guys thinking? <laughs> He's only seen, um, who's first? I, I would take it. Becca would be. Becca. Me, the meat shield. Okay, yeah. so yeah. he has only seen. <clears throat> and I assume, Tyler, you would be in the back? I was going to say, in fact, can I stay like an extra 10 feet behind? Sure. That's what He's I'm only seen Bro Ekka, cause only because the, it's a blind turn. So right when he turns, boom, that was it. But that's the only person she's seen right now. What are you going to do then? I'll walk up to him. I can smash anything in anyone. So, uh, <laughs> so I'm not scared. As you come closer, you can tell that this guy is crouched behind uh, his cart along with a woman as well, a blonde-haired woman, uh, high cheekbones, smart eyes that seem to dart back and forth, and that woman's holding a crossbow. And this man says to you, quickly, get down! It's the bandits! They're up there! And he points over to the hills, and uh, there seems to be a lot of rocks and outcroppings there. If you want to see if you can see them, you can roll a perception check. Do you want to do that? Yeah, if you'd like. Yeah, I do. Okay. Well, do you have bonuses? So that'd be 12 plus two, so 14. So you make out just barely the tip of what you think may be a spear or a sword, and then it's gone. But somebody looks like they're definitely up there, and it's a lot of somebody's because it's just, the rocks don't glint. Steel does, right. iron does, and they, these things are glinting. As if to emphasize your point, a lazy arrow just kind of flies out from one of the rocks and lands five feet from you. And so you hear a voice saying, Oi, you best get away. It ain't between you. It's between me and that bastard right there. <laughs> to which the man with the mustache replies, You're ugly and probably a terrible shot. Wait, you are a terrible shot. <laughs> I feel like I'm in Monty Python. Um <laughs> elderberries elderberries <laughs> everywhere um i'm gonna crouch and go over to the overturned cart all right if i can fit behind it cool uh how about what are you guys doing what's uh have lock and uh flame touched up to i want to cast uh detect magic of course of course. So uh, that automatically happens. Uh, okay. You close your eyes, and as you close your eyes, you concentrate hard on the weave of magic that flows through everything. And as you open your eyes, all you can see is the magic essence in all things everywhere. Unfortunately, it doesn't show you things that are hidden behind strong and thick objects. Uh, however, as you look around, you can kind of see the outlines predator vision style. Uh, nothing around you is that magical other than, the, other than uh, the dragon, which is behind you, which you look at, who just simply pulses magic, like heat off of him. That's awesome. Uh, well, let's see. I'm going to try to hide behind oh. my, my pal here. I'm just going to stick behind him. Cool. Uh, give me a stealth roll. Awesome. I can do that. Can you? I don't I, let's let the dice decide. <laughs> uh, oh, I have a plus ten to stealth. Yeah, you're oh, an expert God. in it. Dang, I unless I get like a one. Yeah, being three three eleven really helps. Nineteen. <laughs> so <laughs> Vandar, you 
after you detect magic, you open your eyes and you kind of like look around and your halfling friend, Havelock, is just gone. Like, <laughs> gone. And, and kinda, I can see Becca behind the cart. Yeah, if you can pop your head out of this blind turn, because there's, there's a very large stone that kind of separates your vision, but you pop your head out, and as you look back to tell Havelock what you're seeing, he's not there. <laughs> oh, gosh. What are you guys thinking? It sounds like they've got a beef, and maybe we need to stay out of it. So, Brecca, Brex, excuse me, the Rekka, <laughs> So as you go ahead and make your way over to this man with his amazing large mustache, his dark pools of eyes, and heavy eyebrows, he says to you, I'm so glad you're here. Uh, you are quite big, which is quite uh, perfect. Uh, he, like, almost reaches out to grab your bicep, but he kind of, like, stops himself and then looks over to the woman he, he, that's behind him and uh, looks back at you and goes, <clears throat> um, I was just on my way into Thresh. These bandits, they attacked me, and now they want to take all of the foodstuffs that I have here. Looking over at the cart, you can tell there's a bunch of boxes of carrots and lettuce and lots, lots of potatoes. Too many potatoes. Uh, please, help me get out of here. My cart is stuck in the mud. That dumb horse is over there and it won't move. And he points over to a, a horse that's uh, just kind of lazily eating grass and thinking horsey thoughts. <laughs> no, please, it's just me. My name is Valka and this is my wife. Um, and to which the blonde woman replies, We'll soon be your ex-wife, Valka, if we can't get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha, you're so funny, dear. No, but please, if you could help us simply lift this cart and we can be on our way, use it as cover. Otherwise, the bandits said they'll start an avalanche and they'll bring down all the rocks. It's actually called a rock slide, dear. Thank you, woman. Please, help us. You have two minutes to explain to me what I'm going to get for helping you guys. I, I have potatoes and um, some gold... But not much. I am a simple farmer. Simple's right. <laughs> uh, they are both, they're, while talking to you, they're continually looking up the hill, uh, Valka with his bow with an arrow readied, and um, the woman whose name you haven't learned yet uh, with her crossbow kind of peeking. But listen, if you could help me, I could sell this. It's going to be at the premium. The floods that have happened have washed out all of the farmlands. It, food is going for a lot of money right now. In fact, it's probably what those bad shot ugly bastards, he yells, are looking for. No, no, please, just help me. Once we get to town, I can pay you. Hey, he's got a cart. He's going the same place we're going, and we can hide the dragon in said cart. Very good point. All right, fine. I'll help you, but you owe me. Okay. T. I mean, that means he is probably going to see said dragon. So, um, right when you say help him, another lazy arrow comes flying out, and you're a big thunk right into the, the cart. And he says, some guy says, Oi, just leave it. Leave the food. Go on your way. Take your ugly horse. And just go. It, we won't hurt you. Just go. If you try to leave, we'll start the rock slide. And then you'll all be dead. And then we'll still get the food. And you hear, like, kind of not quietly, but why are we starting the rock slide yet? You guys still think I should help him with the cart? You guys aren't talk. You guys aren't close to each other. But yeah, no, we're not that yeah. close to you. Yeah. And okay, so what? What does Havelock want to do? That's Havelock's not... pretty much freaking invisible at this point. <laughs> I'm just chilling. Like, can I make my way? Yeah, why don't you sneak? Up I was gonna on say, the can dudes. I make my way past the cart and all the way over to these hidden people? How far are they? Uh, so like they're just right up the ridge. So once you crest that ridge, All you right. can think because where you're hearing it yeah. seems about right. Okay. Is there enough cover? Like yeah, there's rocks? a lot of rocks, and it's a, a kind of a steep gradient. 
I'm going to try to sneak over and, and get a look at how many people there are over All there. All right. Just give me another uh, stealth roll so that way you're not skylining yourself against the, the, the ridge. Yeah. Nine, Nine plus ten, plus so 10. 19. <laughs> That's so pretty good. All right, so as you get to the ridge, you immediately drop behind one rock and crawl the rest of the way. Uh, you are silent as a snake as you make your way over there. Uh, go ahead and give me a perception roll because you're looking down now at um, all of uh, maybe these bandits that are looking around. Cool. I have a plus five to perception. Perfect. Yeah, you're you are the scout. You are the hairy-footed scout who eats second breakfasts. <laughs> oh shit. Two plus five. All right. That sucks. So as you like stick your head out and look around, these guys have some good cover and you can't really see them. But what you do see are people that are not taking cover, the ones that are farther behind. All right. And not a single one of them is a man. They all look like women and children and they look like hungry, wet and tired women and children. Not a lot. Like okay. I'd say under like seven or eight. But um, I don't know. You probably heard Valka as he's not a, a very quiet talker. But um, you yeah. think that these might be the people that suffered from the flood. And they're okay. refugees. Yeah. So they definitely don't seem to me like bandits. They you don't see anybody armed, though. Yeah. But you know they're around. Okay. The lack of menfolk might yeah, tip you off. That yeah. Very, that very, very well tips me off. But I don't know necessarily that they're dangerous if we give them the food, and they probably need it. So I'm going to go back and report to my homies. Okay. So... um as you guys are, uh, you, you can talk with Flame Flame Touch. Vander, what are, you, what are you doing right now? So he's heading back. Bax is hiding behind the cart. Yeah. I'm going to go join Bax behind the cart. All right, cool. Uh, why don't you go ahead and... All right, so as you run, uh, another arrow gets shot out. And as you run, it lands way far off from you. You can feel it like go over your head. And uh, you hear someone say, Oi, how many are you? Stop going over to the cart! And uh, you make your way over there without any incident, though. All right. Uh, oh, there's more of you, says Valka. Hello, can you help me with this cart as well? I can't pay everyone, though. Just putting that out there, okay? I can only pay so much. I'm just a farmer, all right? But uh, please help us. If you can help us lift this and maybe use... He, like, looks you up and down again. He goes, Oh, you are one of the the magic shooter I you know lightning bolts, huh? Why don't you just shoot a fireball up there, kill every single one of those ugly bastards? We're not gonna kill them. Um, I'm with you, Tyler. I think we give them the food. We help the people with the cart, and we get on our way. Well, well, well. I'm I'm sorry. What? G give food? We cannot just give this food. This food is worth quite a bit of money. On top of the fact that I spent a very long time farming and buying most of it. I cannot just give it up. But they're starving, so you want them to starve. I will starve if I don't sell this food. And then wife will leave me. I'm already probably going to leave you, Valka. You see? This is what I deal with. And now you want to take all food and give the bandits? What if you sold half of it and we gave half to them to eat? It's <laughs> well, pretty diplomatic. Well, that sounds like a good idea. Why don't we just ask them how much money they have? <clears throat> Ugly, bad, short people. How much money do you have for this food? Or... You can either give them half or give them all. To, to the first response that Valka gave, as he's about to respond to you, so like you hear a murmuring going, uh, not much. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely Monty Python. <laughs> Wait, so am I being robbed by you now? I thought you were a big adventurer here to save me. Not if you're going to be greedy. These people are starving. It's been natural disasters. 
I cannot sell them if they have no money. This is when you guys would make a, uh, a persuasion check or an intimidation check or a deception check. Like, there's plenty of charisma stuff here. Oh, intimidation for me, for sure. Yeah, it's up to you. Whatever you want to do. I'll roll for intimidation. Sounds good. I want to roll for persuasion because, dude, we can either help you or we can't. <laughs> we can leave right now. I don't really care what happens. I'm just going to let you guys know that. Cool. Nine plus four. Cool. So, uh, Valka is not a big man, <laughs> but uh, he does look like a man of the earth, like salt of the earth. However, um, you've noticed something about your size. It either it usually invokes two things from guys. One, uh, they're usually intimidated, or two, they're easily attracted to it. So. They're always uncomfortable by the end, <laughs> no matter what happens. Uh, you don't know where Valka fits in this, but he is definitely uncomfortable. And he goes, okay, how about you give me some money and then I, I, then I can go ahead and, 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 and give, leave half here for the people. Uh, you guys have the, the, the price he puts for you is slightly over what you guys have. I'm not giving this fool any money. I'm not giving no. him anything. <laughs> Because if I don't, if I can't give you any, if I can't get any money, then I starve. I don't make any money off of my hard work. Which is why we're giving you the option to keep and sell half of it. Or you can stay here and die. <laughs> These are poor decisions and poor choices. If, if you could just, so is this is what we're stuck option. with here, Velk. So, <laughs> uh, to which the the blonde woman puts her hand on uh, her husband her husband's back and says, Velka. This doesn't seem like the people you really want to um, piss off. Does that make sense? Um, and Valka, hearing that, looks to Bro Echo, looks to Brex, looks to the obvious magic user, and says, Bliatsuka. All right, fine. This is the first time I've ever been saved and then robbed by bandits, but fine, fine. This works, whatever. Help me unload this. Tell these guys not to start the rock slide. Okay? Could you, could you say that? And almost on cue, the people who are like, listen, you've got to the count of five, all right? Five, four, three, 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 three. We're giving you food. Hang on. Wait, what? It worked? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and out pops the head of an older man. Um, he looks very weathered, and he's got a straw hat on. And he goes, really? Really? We can't give you all of it. We'll give you some. This ain't a trap, is it? No. He looks shifty-eyed at you, mostly because you're a giant freaking orc that's saying, a half-orc that's saying, no, this isn't a trap. I probably shouldn't be doing the negotiating. <laughs> uh, he rolled a natural one. Uh, trustworthy Tom, this guy is. <laughs> <laughs> and goes, all right, that sounds about good. Yeah, yeah, okay. She's got a trustworthy face. And... Uh, more farmers start to pop their head out. All men, all looking very haggard, all looking very weathered, beards, and they kind of like look around and they kind of like look at him and they look back at you and they like, this guy should not be speaking for all of us. This is the kind of face you get from all these guys. They, they cautiously make their way down and they all are armed with weathered bows, beat up looking crossbows or like literal pick forks, pitchforks and torches pretty much. And they slowly weed their way down and... Uh, not a single one sees you, Havelock. <laughs> Not a single one sees you. <laughs> Good. Um, I'm going to remain stealth. <laughs> I, right. Uh, thank you so much. And they start to, like, unpack stuff. Valka is looking like he's having fucking none of this. 
All right, he's just got his arms crossed and he's just shaking his head, just talking about bandits. Everyone's a everyone's a bleatsuka bandit, and like his wife, ex probably soon to be ex-wife, is like trying her best to like console him, but doesn't really sound like they're having it. Um, and he goes to you after they've unloaded all the food and they've taken it back up to the hills. Uh, they profusely thank both of you. Um, one farmer goes so far as to like shake your hand and then realize that you're a girl and he kisses your hand and then like realizes he's maybe made a social faux pas and he's kind of like very stiffly stands up and goes, I need to be somewhere else right now. And then like walks away. It's, it's, it's awkward, but it's heartfelt, all of it. And, uh, you uh, maybe you guys feel better about it. Maybe you don't. But uh, Valka makes it very clear via body language that you are not to be with him in his cart. And uh, he gets his horse, ropes it back up, doesn't say another word to you. And uh, um, with some help from the farmers that he's now fed, he pushes his cart back off the road and get out of the mud and starts on his way. Good. I don't like Valka. I don't either. bastard. <laughs> he's too much like Chekhov from Star Trek. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> All right. So uh, as you guys uh, walk ahead, maybe you guys walk in front of, Val- like, farther away from Valka. What do, you, do you guys want to stay around him, or do you want to let him go farther and just hang out? Let's let him, him go first. He's yeah. got a cart. He'll... That way, if we see the cart tipped over again, we know he got fucked. All right. Um, Valka will do a quick perception roll. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, as you guys, as he rolls away, um, you guys continue on your way to the city of Thresh. Um, there's nothing else that really happens on your way there uh again it's just the rain kind of picks up again then lets up picks up again uh your dragon new merlin dragon pet again bites pine cones drools and kind of looks a little dumb but really cute in a cute lizard kind of way you know it's it's pretty adorable he may be a nuisance but i'm starting to adore him (laughs) uh so as you um, go ahead and crest the hills and make your way down. Uh, you see the massive, the very large city of Thresh, which is entirely contained by these massive, huge walls. Um, on each and every banner is a snake head looking at each other um, in a motif on the flags there. Uh, you're starting to see a lot more snake motifs, especially in the signs as you approach. Um, you can say the city of Thresh has seen better days, but uh, that would be a mistake uh, as the city is yet to see a good day. It's dreary and ugly, and nobody smiles as you make your way toward the gate. Um, As if to underline the point of how terrible this place is, the gate has two partially decayed bodies hanging from nooses over its high arch, uh, the sign on both reading the misspelled word for smuggler. Hmm. Um, The two guards at the front of the gate seeming to have mastered the quintessential guard look of looking both menacing and bored at the same time. Um, You guys, what do you guys want to do? Do you want to fall in with the line of people that are making their way in? I think we need to stick together no matter what. This place sounds like uh, Moss Eisley times 10. <laughs> I, it, wretched hive of scum and villainy is probably a perfect way to explain what the hell this thing looks like. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely. So am I going to stand out? Uh, there are a few half works milling about, but not a lot. Who is going into the town? Are we still with anybody? Are we still with these refugees? No, no they, they went back their way back up the hills, All probably right. to hopefully maybe redo, build their farms. But So just random people. There are two guards, and they do seem to be checking people, random people almost, it looks like. Um, not really like patting them down or anything, but asking them their business, seeing what they're bringing in, maybe checking a few merchants, stuff like that. I don't have a uh, this is not the dragon you're looking for spell. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we you shrink You do him. have a charm person. I believe you have a charm spell. I think th- shrinking him and throwing him. I don't him, think uh, I do. Am I? <laughs> Maybe I do. Uh, snap. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you do. 
You do now. The dungeon master yeah, says yeah, yeah, with, with his now pen. charm only lasts for an hour though, and once it's gone, people know you've done some magic on him. So guys, you want to try to shrink the dragon and sneak in. It only lasts a minute. We don't. We like I don't know the distance that a minute would take. I think it's going to get kind of sketchy, but I think it's worth it because, like you said, if people know that they've been charmed, like we should, we should try it first. Worst comes to worst, you could probably clutch charm, throw it out there. Can only get one person, so when you roll that, you'll have to do a stealth check to or slide a hand check to make sure they don't see your magic movements of your Naruto style hand movements and stuff. So I say we shrink the dragon and try to make it in without incident. If I've got to pull the charm. Holly Marie Combs style, then I'll do that. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Facts. So who should carry the dragon? Who's least likely to get checked? You're all wearing heavy cloaks um, and things like that. I'm Tyler just... is the least likely to get checked. He's You can do a stealth roll, can't yeah, you? Yeah, I can, I can sneak in can't with someone else. Can you try to else. sneak in? Oh, yeah. Yeah, heck oh, yeah. yeah. If you shrink it, I'll throw it in my pocket. And shrink I'll try it, to sh- Tyler's pocket, and then, yeah, try to go in. Yep. So The archway is uh, relatively large, but, again, these guys are checking. So when the guards look try to look for you, they will get advantage on the roll, which means I roll 2d20 and take the highest because that's their job. You know, they're just looking for people. Understood. That's fine. But, I mean, you are... You've been you invisible. More. <laughs> you are the David Blaine of freaking getting invisible. So. I'm the stealth master. Bax, if yeah. anything, you need to cause a scene so that they do check you so Tyler can sneak right by. However, I will say that your 311 frame and low strength, you're about 69, 70 pounds with your gear on. That dragon, while small, is heavy. Very heavy. As it is now. Okay. Does it not lose weight when it, it I does. shrink it? Yeah, it'll lose weight. So it'll be carryable, but as it is now, it's going to be rough. Because it is about, with its tail, it's your it's your height with its tail. I know, but even in tiny form? Tiny form will be perfect. Sweet. Shrink that bitch down, and I'm going to snake past these guys. And I'm going to impro- approach the guards. Okay, so what's the marching order? Who's his? Brecca in front? Maybe Havelock a couple feet behind? Yeah. Okay, and then where's Vander the Flame Touch? I'm going to be in the back. Uh, here because I'm going to have to, if something happens, I'm going to want to be away from the guard so I can try to pull that, that charm spell Yeah, if we need to. That so I'm going to try to, I'm going to be making my way towards the gate, but I'm going to be trying to be blending in a little bit as well. Paying attention to, to my two friends here. If you need to throw some salt around like a like a scallywag <laughs> and just like yell at these guards while I That's what there. I was thinking. Make, yeah. yeah. I was going to be a little rude. Rush forward, push aside a bunch of other people that are ahead of me and say, "What's taking so long? This is ridiculous." Now, Bax, you're not carrying anything do. that would cause you to get in trouble, are you? No. Uh, <laughs> no, you're not. You're good. Okay. Just sure. <laughs> no, uh, she says questioning okay. me while she looks at the <laughs> So you're going to run ahead and start some start some start yep. some shit? Pushing some people over. All right, cool. Give me an intimidate roll. Nice. I feel like that's a good one. You're not trying to cause anybody some damage, though, right? You're no. not trying to, like, Rah! No, like, I'm just trying to be big and distracting. Okay. That's good. I like it. Eight. What's your intimidation? Four, I think. Four. Plus four. Yeah, so 12. 12? It's not super. Okay. Um. All right. So as you go ahead and kind of rough your way through, pushing aside some people, like, you try to push not so hard. But you forget your strength sometimes, and one of the some people goes go ah, and like kind of like flies right out of the way, a good like ten feet. It's very impressive. Um, and the guards go, "Whoa, slow down there, big la- lady!" <laughs> they are quite surprised that you are, uh, in fact, a lady. But once they get a good eye on you, you are in fact quite the lady. 
listen, you need to calm down, all right? You need to take it down a notch. Uh, this is a safe city. And you look behind you. This does not look like a safe city in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. <laughs> now, if you're going to act like that, we're going to have to ask you to leave or better yet, pay a quick fine. And the oh, eyes, God. the eyes that this guy gives you is one of those knowing eyes that says this is what you need to get in to get to the city. Uh, he throws out a number of something of which you have. However, this transaction is going quite quickly. And you don't know if you'll have enough time to sneak in. Uh, so you might need to find some way to kind of maybe haggle about the price. Maybe you've got to keep this. Oh, it's only one guard that's currently looking at you. And the other one is ready with his halberd just in case things get real. And they're both looking at you, though. But uh, he seems to relax after the idea of like money now is into play. Yeah, because this is more familiar ground to them. Bribery. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm gonna get get a little angry at his price and say that's way too high. Surely you can do better than that. All right. Do you want to do an intimidation roll, sure. or you could do a perform roll if you're like throwing some hands around and like really, really trying to get Spirit it. Spirit fingers. No, I'm. Gonna I'll do give him a bonus on stealth if you do performance. But if you want to do intimidation, oh, really? that works too. It's up to you. You're better at intimidation, so I have a plus ten to stealth. Just remember, performance probably won't get you into trouble. Intimidation, if you roll badly, will get you will into, get trouble. into trouble. Will get into trouble, and you might have a plus ten, but the guards have advantage. Yeah, and you're carrying something. Yeah. So going to do intimidation or performance? Up to you. Performance, fuck it. All right. What's your plus to performance? Spirit fingers. One. <laughs> so well, there we go. Eight. Five? Five. Oh, my God. Is that with your bonus? No, six. 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 You're basically six. three doors down. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you go. You, you point your fingers out to tell this guy to listen, and you end up poking him right in the eye. Oh. To which... <laughs> Uh, so it's a Three Stooges performance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not <laughs> on accident, but you got a big meaty sausage finger, uh. so it pretty much black eyes this dude. <laughs> and uh, at that, the the man with the halberd goes halt, and then tries to attack you with said halberd. Halberd. Um, oh my god. He hits you, but you can tell that he's not trying to kill you. He's trying to subdue you. So the way he hits you, it's with the flat of the blade, and you take. Uh, you about to take damage, fool. You take, you take seven damage from this halberd strike. Okay. How much it, health do you have? Forty-eight. A lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, she has a lot. <laughs> um, the attack uh, that he's trying to do is trying to knock you to the ground. So why don't you go ahead and give me an athletics roll to see if you get knocked to the ground? Nine. Plus seven, so sixteen. Oh, oh wow. So you're able to stand to continue to stand up. Um, and just in time too, because if you had fallen, you would have fallen right on Havelock with his dragon. <laughs> Thank you for not. And <laughs> and so like your bulk is able to block the halberd from the, you falling right on top of him, and you're able to sneak right in Havelock. Sweet. Um, are, are you still in here, Vander? You, you're still here. You're, are you kind of milling around with this now growing crowd that's watching this fight? And I like, was about to uh, cast charm on old halberd there if uh, things didn't go. Correctly. Sure. If you, I appreciate if, you looking out. <laughs> if, if if you want to do that right now, he's got his halberd at her. Yeah, let's do a charm. Okay, yes. cool. What do I have to do? You're going to go ahead and uh, it's going to be, just go ahead and roll for me, and he's going to try to beat your uh, DC. 20? Yeah. 12. That's not great. And then he's going to try to beat it with the wisdom save. He does not 
have very high wisdom. He rolls a five. Um, <laughs> as he's pointing his halberd down at you, you can see him blink and shake his head a few times and like kind of hold his head. And he like looks up at you and he goes, sorry? He seems like really confused about what's happening right now. And the man you poked in the eye who's now getting up is, what are you saying? Sorry about who? Listen, I'm going to need a lot of gold from you. This is the guy with the eye. Still hurt. I'm going to need a lot of gold for you if you want to go anywhere other than the dungeons. And trust me, you don't want to go there. They smell awful. Awful. So he's now asking for more gold than you have. And uh, the guy with the halberd kind of is still looking kind of weird and like blinking and saying, maybe maybe we should just let it, let it go as you make eye contact with this man. And you're kind of like... I feel like you've got probably a good persuasion. You should persuade them here. Persuade charm dude to persuade the other dude or however you want to do it. And the guy with the eye is like looking over the other guy and gets, Alton, are you, are you drunk again? What, what, what's wrong with you? You can enter this in at any time if you'd like. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to attempt to persuade the guy that I charmed to convince the other dude to let her go. Cool. So you walk forward and what does Vander flame touch say? The flame touch say. Uh, Vander, this is the orc you're looking for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much along those lines. You have no business with this orc. She could rip you guys both into shreds, and we could be gone. Let us be about our business, and you won't have any other problems. And no, she's not giving you any gold either. All right, go ahead and make a persuasion roll, and you get advantage on this because not only is that guy charmed, but Brex is Brex is freaking huge. You get to roll it again, and you get to take the higher of the two. That's what advantage is. <laughs> There's not going nice. to be a lower, hopefully. Six. <laughs> and I have a... Persuasion, it should be right Plus here. seven. <laughs> nice. Okay, that's not bad. I mean, that's 13. So uh, as you walk forward, the man with the eye, you're still clutching his eye, looks at you, looks you up and down, sees you as a magic user, and then... Uh, uh, Brex the Wrecker kind of like gets again uncomfortably close and again you get the feeling of this guy's either attracted to you or totally terrified of you he's still very uncomfortable with you and uh, he kind of like looks to both of you and then looks to his friend who he thinks has been drinking and will be no help in this upcoming fight <laughs> and goes I hate this job <laughs> fine go if I see you again there's going to be a lot more of me and we won't take too kindly to poking in the eye and watch yourself magic user the snake watches you. Ooh. He gives you the colloquial uh this like this colloquial expression for like get fucked, which is pretty much a finger like in the shape of an erection going like this. <laughs> and uh, we need to remember that next time we go to a new town, guys. <laughs> in this part of the, the world, yeah. But you guys are free to go on your way. All right, where do we need to get this dragon to? So you guys remember that you were hired by a guy that you've been hired to before to capture animals. Uh, his name is Beaumont. He's a Beaumont. foreigner, okay. and he wants to meet you at the uh, Bronze Salmon, is the tavern. And that is located in the gnarlier part of town called The Tail. And it's called The Tail because it's a long, spindly row of buildings that look gnarly. And is that nasty. where the whorehouses are? Does it? That's not where the, that's where like the whorehouses where you can get like Sally the three teeth because she only has three teeth, and then then she's also got a sheep. Like it's those whorehouses, you know. It's like not right the good up ones. Uh, right up T's alley. Was, that sounds a little like I don't have to use lube. Like she doesn't have to cover her teeth with her lips very much. Like only the classiest things here on uh, here on, on Bitface. Bit All right, guys. <laughs> 
That, that was my fault. Hey. When he said we were going to the tail, I was like, that's got to be where the prostitutes I'm, are. I'm true neutral, man. So like... Oh, I forgot to look I'm at that. I'm going to play to my alignment. Mm. Yeah, I'm chaotic good. In, 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 in fifth edition, there's no like, there's no spells or anything that has anything to do with your alignment. No, but, but I can play to my character. Oh, of course. Alignment. Yeah, of course. Heck what yeah. are you, chaotic neutral? I wanted to be chaotic neutral, but I'm true neutral. You I'm know what? You chaotic are chaotic neutral now. Sweet. Done. I'm chaotic awesome. neutral. My, my powers yeah, is DM. Yeah. See how awesome they are. This app, chaotic, <laughs> chaotic neutral. Boom. Like Sweet. keep your options open. I like it. Perfect. <laughs> That's. I just. You know what? I'm down to do anything that I need to do. Well, how long are we planning on staying in this town after this deal? Should we procure some place to sleep, or is this going to be one and done? What are you guys thinking? One and done. I need to get out of here. Yeah. Okay. I'm not trying to fucking drop off some contraband goods. They already hate Becca. Around. Yeah. They don't like me very much either. Plus, who the hell is this, you know, the snake? I don't, that sounds like some kind of high and powerful person, and I don't want to deal with that shit. I don't want to. I don't think we should fuck with the snake either, mm-hmm. and I think we should all go to this meeting. I think we need to stash... One of us maybe stay with the dragon somewhere. Two of us go to the meeting. Yeah. Okay, so you guys make your way in. Um, I, have, you, I take it you hand off the smaller dragon to Broeka, or Brex, yeah. who can hide uh, her the dragon a little bit better, especially yeah. in its larger size. Yeah, yeah, I should definitely stay out of sight as much as I can. <laughs> Tyler I... and I will do the... Uh, Tyler the and I will go meet with Beaumont. So you guys have been to this town before, and you know what the uh, brown salmon is. It's a kind of a squat um, little place that has two stories to it. Um, but uh, it's quiet, and the drinks are watered down, and it's ugly. But again, it's really hard to see people in there, so that's why a lot of people go there. So um, you guys, I take it, make your way to the uh, bronze salmon? Yes. Tyler, okay. anything you want to do before that? No, I want to go into the bronze salmon for sure. All right. My... So you guys are confronted with the bronze salmon. Again, a very squat kind of low building on a corner, and uh, there is a... Uh, um, a second story to it that's smaller than the, 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 the first story. And you can tell it might be where somebody, like the proprietor, his family sleeps or whatever. Um, Broeka, I take it you're with them just outside and you haven't gone in or anything yet. Yep. If, I, if there's like an alley around the corner, I can wait oh, in. Oh, yeah. This is the tail. It's yeah. practically all nasty alleys. <laughs> uh, so you go toward the back door, I take it. Yep. Oh, cool, cool. Make me a stealth roll. Great. <laughs> Jeez. How stealthy is the six foot tall half orc? Let's find out. I mean, there's only one way to actually. Oh! <laughs> fucking stealthy, apparently. Critical I'm gonna, stealthy. I'm gonna so my... carrying a dragon too on top of everything else. So you throw your hood up I'm and you're you like rogue run for his money. <laughs> you just go like you just think havelock thoughts. <laughs> you think your rogue thoughts deep. You're like I've seen havelock do this a million times. Watch Disto. <laughs> uh, thankfully, as you're about to like. Uh, like move into the alleyway um somebody throws uh, their privy like their their bucket that they piss and shit in out the side of the door and hits somebody and uh it's a very fat man and they, they starts arguing with the woman up top and then like everybody laughs in the tail and nobody's paying attention to you while you're thinking havelock thoughts trip on a curb fall over get up and like quickly walk into an alley you are very good at it but thank the gods for that that mess up right there because nobody was paying attention to you when this guy got covered in shit <laughs> so you make your way into the alley uh it's a nasty alley full of broken boxes and stuff like that but you can get a good eye on the back door sweet cool um and you guys go ahead and make your way into the bronze salmon do we yeah. see beaumont uh, as you guys make your way into the bronze salmon, uh, you see the proprietor of it behind uh, the bar. It's a long oak table. It's a very smoky, low-hanging room. There's like lazy bits of smoke hanging in the air, a mild narcotic kind of smoke. Um, and uh, people seem to be talking in low, hushed tones, but this is definitely not a bar where you make eye contact, and that's why a lot of people like it. Tyler, I think, uh, I think I need to locate Beaumont. You need to have my back hidden, though. 
in case there's some shady shit about to go down. Well, hold up. I want to talk to the proprietor of this bar. Okay. Sure. And since it's a very shady place, I want to try to see. Uh, I'm going to see if I can use my thieves' cant. Of course. And uh, and see if this guy knows what I'm talking about. And I'm going to ask him, you know, with my symbols. And I'm going to find out whether or not this is a dangerous time to be in the bronze salmon. So, um, as you speak in thieves' cant, which is really just like super slang, it's like the man comes in here to this ting and he wants to know what you're doing right here. It's like really fast, like like Irish like Brad Pitt and Snatch. Yeah, it, it's yeah. exactly that. It is. Jesus. It is. It is literally. You like digs, digs. Like it's. It's exactly like that. And you actually ask the guy, "Hey, digs it K here," you know, <laughs> like. And the man like looks at you, and he kind of like looks around. And he's like, he, he says in, in back at you in thieves' cant, like uh, cities on high alert. They're looking for something. The snake, the, the the Lord is looking for something. The snake Lord is looking for something, but keep your head down. But he he's pretty much says that back in thieves' camp, which is again like, yeah, Dags is fine, you know. But as long as my mom has a periwinkle blue, like it's 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 all there, but it's all very coded. All right, well that seems good enough for us to be here. This is somewhere where I don't think the guards would come looking for us anyway. So I will then try to sneakily get as you know hidden as I can in this you know, dark bar. Not difficult. I won't even yeah. have you roll because it's it's not hard because the bar is built perfectly. It's low, I'm low. looking for Beaumont. Beaumont is also not difficult to find. <laughs> Beaumont's a foreigner and uh, you can tell by his dress as he's got a strange hat on that's um, kind of long and, and a, kind of a long out. It, it, it looks a little like a sombrero mixed with a 10-gallon hat and he's also wearing a uh, bright cream-colored sort of vest and a uh, what looks like an ascot. He looks way out of place in this How bar. well do any of us know you've Beaumont. done you've done jobs for Beaumont before uh, you know him as um, again a foreigner who talks a little bit too much and as if to emphasize that point uh, Beaumont says to you and goes howdy how you doing he kind of like yells over at the bar uh, you've known Beaumont to be a bit of a talker and uh, he has a bright blue eyes um, golden hair that seems to fall to his shoulders as he wears a hat he's also got a, another great mustache but this time it's curled also blonde and a nice beard that goes along with it very well trimmed very well dressed individual um, but the one thing his beard and his mustache can't hide is the fact that he's got scars around his lips and if you could guess there were somebody sewed his lips shut at some point and again as if to emphasize that point Beaumont goes well, 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 if it ain't one of my favorite, man, how you doing today? Beaumont, old friend, they'll let anybody in this shithole, won't they? <laughs> I mean, you're here. <laughs> and he, like, kind of, he kind of, like, points and you guys sit down. Um, so now, well, where are the others? The wonderful lady and uh, your uh, shorter friend. That's not important right now, Beaumont. What's important is, is we get down to business. How are we making this happen? That's always why I liked you, a man without pleasantries. You wouldn't do too well for where I'm from, but hey, this is a different kind of place. So speaking of uh, the thing that I had you uh, take care of and get for me, I can no longer purchase it. I apologize about such a thing, but you see, there's been a, a development inside the city, and I no longer can get it out of the city. Now, I know this Beaumont. might be... Beaumont. Not my problem. <laughs> well, unfortunately, my problem has now become your problem. And I'm only here to make sure that you don't go bringing that luscious lips and opening your mouth so much about Beaumont's name. That way I don't get attached to wanting uh, some kind of goods that I want nothing a part of. And he says that quite loud. 
and <laughs> and like some people kind of like this look feels over. Like a trap. He's setting us up. Yeah, I think he is too. So you guys can do what's uh, per- called a, uh, a perception rolls to see or insight rolls. Um, uh, investigate, excuse me. Uh, yeah, uh, insight. It's a wisdom roll. You guys can roll that to see if he's telling the truth, what he's feeling, what you can glean from this situation. So I if you want to go ahead. definitely do that for sure. So you're going to get too. disadvantage because I'm you're not so there. Yeah, because yeah. you're far away. That's fine. But you're kind of like reading his movement. So, so roll it's... 2d20 and then take the lowest. Okay, that's fine. I can do that, and my insight is plus five. Nice. Yeah, not too bad. Cool. Roll it again. (laughs) So seven, probably, unless (laughs) I critically fail. (laughs) Yeah. Well, seven with my check. So um, as you're trying to, like, kind of get an eye on Beaumont to try to read his lips, a bar patron kind of, like, fumbles over and gets in your way and starts, like, drinking and loudly talking to some other guy, and it's not helping you out. What an asshole. Yeah, what an asshole. That's the name of this bar. That's what should be the name of this bar. (laughs) Bronze asshole. asshole. Bronze asshole. I like that. So so go ahead. All right, and this is a uh, perception? Yeah. I only have a plus one. No, insight. Insight, excuse me, I apologize. Also a plus one. Oh, okay. Seven. Seven? Seven? Same. He's nervous. (laughs) We suck. He's nervous. He he and and, okay. and and you don't know if it's the wearing a wire nervous or he just shouldn't be here nervous. You don't know. But yeah. So uh Beaumont goes, now again, I hope this doesn't sour our business relationship, but I really must be going. And he stands to leave. I want to stand up or sneak up behind Beaumont with my dagger and put my dagger to his back to kind of intimidate sort of. Cool. I'm gonna make it look like I'm about to uh I'm ready to cast. <laughs> All right. So uh, I'll let you roll your intimidation roll first Sweet. because you're quite sneaky. Actually, make a stealth roll first because Beaumont might see you. All right. I can do that. I probably don't have a lot of intimidation, but... I do a stealth roll first. Yeah, of course. Eight, 18. 18. Yeah. Cool. Uh, then do your intimidation roll. So that's plus one. Yeah, he does not see you coming. So you're, you're going to get a bonus to this. So. Awesome. Because any tiny knee biter with a knife, <laughs> that, that, so you can roll it again and see if 14. you get a twenty. Okay. Because you got advantage because he doesn't see you coming. Any right. knee biter with a knife to your kidneys is pretty intimidating. <laughs> okay, two. We'll take the so a total of fourteen. <laughs> okay, uh, so um, you put the knife to his kidneys, and um, while he doesn't like start or jump, he kind of like he kind of like pushes his arches his back and goes. And now that must be Havelock, especially by where the knife is. Is that you, Kneebiter? Of course it is, Beaumont. I figured as much. Which means, which means uh, Brex, the lovely lady she is, must be hiding behind a steel brick wall to break through and pull me through. That strong, classy lady. I don't like where you're going with this, Beaumont, and you really need to take this merchandise. The only thing I don't like is where that knife could go. Now, listen, I'll tell you what I know, but... You got to put the knife away. And Beaumont, that- you're going to tell us everything that you know. And you will get to hear what Beaumont knows. On a continuation of this episode, and all of our fans hate us right now, but yes, this is a two-parter, so I hope you've enjoyed listening to us play D&D. It's the first time I've done it in a long time. Tyler also hasn't played in forever. We wanted to give an outro to the episode, not to leave you guys hanging You can see us coming up at a couple of cons. We will be at Genghis Con. We will also be at Galaxy Fest. Those are back-to-back weekends in February, the two middle weekends. Correct, Tyler? Yeah, it's the 16th through the 19th, and then the weekend directly following that. And as you know, 
in true BitFace tradition. If you want to see us, if you want to be on the podcast, if you want to come have drinks with us afterwards, or at least have the chance to, you have to be there Saturday. We have gotten a reputation of the last four cons that we've done. We don't do Sundays because we like to go out and enjoy ourselves on a Saturday. We are the one-day wonders. We are the one-day wonders. And you know what? I'm, I'm pretty proud of that. Me too. It sounds like we do less work and get more fun out of it. But really, we, I don't think that's true. Okay, but I know we have at least a minute to fill here. So, Tyler, I want to ask you, what was the first concert you ever went to? And do you have a humorous story that goes along with it? Um, I don't know about like a terribly humorous story, but... If you don't want to go into this, we don't have to. <laughs> no, we can. The first concert I ever went to, uh, and I'm not really embarrassed by it, whatever. There was this girl that I enjoyed, and we got tickets. What was her name? Uh, it's so long ago, dude. I don't, I don't remember. Daphne? <laughs> it was not Daphne. Um, but anyways, we went to NSYNC. <laughs> So my first concert ever. And who was your, uh, who's your favorite member of NSYNC? I don't even remember any of the members of NSYNC. Well, you have to remember one of them. It's the one everybody knows. Uh, wasn't was it Timberlake? Wasn't Timberlake NSYNC? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. He wasn't a Backstreet Boy, was he? I don't. I liked the Backstreet Boys more. You would think I knew. <laughs> Why wasn't that your first concert? Your the girl that you liked, Daphne, was a bigger in sync fan. I wasn't going to go to either of them as a concert on my own. Let's be honest. No wonder you listened to all that hardcore scream in the microphone bullshit, dude. You started with in sync. You went from one extreme to another. That's. I had to counterbalance it. I have. I'm a Libra. I'm, scales, bro. <laughs> and I'm still trying to counterbalance it. I'm not going to make you go into the whole story in the spirit of time, but I promise you this will be brought up on a later cast when appropriate. I will not promise our listeners that part two of D&D is coming next week, but it will be coming soon uh, because we've got another episode coming up next week. But again, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Thank you so much for all the support on Twitter, on Facebook for click and like on all the posts we've done for the private messages you guys have sent me that I have responded to. Love talking to everyone out there. Thank you for supporting the podcast, BitFacers, Tyler and I, and Rebecca, who's not here, but I can speak for her on this accord. We love you guys. Till uh, next week, we are out.